Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Good evening, good evening, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here on a... A nice Thursday night in Marshfield, although uh, the weather is more like uh, uh, the, uh, uh, I don't know, the end of March instead of uh, here we are coming into June, Wolfie. And How was your summer, Greg? Uh, it, summer? Was, it, was, it was wonderful, yeah. You know, you get, Wait, it's fall? You got one sunburn, you peel once, and uh, then it's Labor Day, you're back to school already. Uh, here here we, we're, we're starting off... Uh, uh, very, uh, very, very uh, nicely here. But uh, tonight we've we've, we've got a, a little bit of a change in the direction. Uh, not in the direction so much, but uh, in the order. Uh, we've we're, we've decided that we've got a great guest uh, joining us tonight, and uh, so we're going to start off the show uh, with, with our guest, and uh, so he can uh, talk about his exploits as a veteran and uh, what he's up to these days. So. Uh, uh, if you could, uh, is he on the line? Jason on the line? He is. Are you out there, Jason? Good evening, Greg. Yeah, Jason here in Montana. I'm thrilled to be with you this evening. Well, Jason, th- th- thanks for calling in, Jason. You're, uh, you're coming in loud and clear, buddy. Outstanding. Outstanding. Hey, so uh, for the crowd, uh, 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 Jason, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and give us a thumbnail squ- sketch of uh, your background and, and how you got to where you are and uh, why are you here tonight? Well, thanks so much for the opportunity to be with you and all your listeners out there. Yeah, I am Jason Gleason from Big Sky Country in Montana. And uh, and thankfully, we do not have smoke in our state right now, unlike uh, New York. Yeah, so our thoughts are certainly with them because with forest fires, we, we certainly get our share of those. So well, we, we can we've, relate to we've, what legalized, going we've legalized marijuana in Massachusetts recently, so <laughs> smoke in the air is nothing new for us here in Massachusetts. <laughs> A little bit different smoke, right? Well, absolutely. Hey. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I work in Montana, and I served 20 years in the USAF, Air National Guard. Loved my military career. Had a great unit. I served in a medical unit, the 120th Medical Group here in Great Falls. And now I have the greatest honor of my life because I'm taking care of our veterans in primary care at the VA of Montana. So I'm just thrilled. I come to work every day, and I, and I drive past a ginormous American flag, and it's like, it reminds me that I don't have to go to work. I get to go to work and work, work with our national heroes. Talk about doing God's work there, kid. <clears throat> Thank you. You, you. you really are. I mean, you know, we've been doing the show here for... For, for almost ten years now, and uh, you know the the the, the folks that uh, that you are taking care of, uh, they stood up when maybe some others were standing down. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know we can't do we can't do enough for them. So uh, you know I I applaud your efforts, and uh, isn't it great that you you love what you're doing? Absolutely, and, and it, it's all about our patients that we take care of, and, and it's teamwork. You know, it's not an individual, but our entire team you know, works well together to, to provide our patients with the best outcomes. 
and and because one of one of uh, I, my co-hosts on tonight, well, we got Wolfie. We won't, I apologize for what Wolfie might say in advance. I'm just getting up. I'm just gaining. I'm reloading now. I'm getting information. Oh, on you. Good luck to you. Oh God, 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 Wolfie, God I love help. your name. Oh, but but our other good friend uh, that, that's here, uh, Jenny Babcock, has uh, has has brought us to a whole other level. Um, uh, uh, Jason, we spend a lot of time talking, unfortunately, about suicide. Absolutely. And I, I don't know how big of a problem it is out there, but it's 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 pretty bad here. It's it's worse than is being reported. You know, it, it is. It's a profound issue for our entire country, including Montana. You know, we have our share of that. And every single suicide, even one suicide, is too many. And it's Amen, devastating. I you know? Yeah. I, I, Absolutely. I, I, uh, Je- Jenny, say hello to Jason. Hi, Jason. Hello, Thanks Jenny. for being on. And I Thank just said you. amen to that. One is too many. Oh, absolutely. Every life counts, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so, so I'm excited to talk to you guys, though, about suicide in the sense that there's so many new things that we're doing for our veterans. And in primary care here on the front lines, an example of that is that every single visit with, with our patients, we do screening for suicide. We ask them, are you feeling suicidal? And, and we know in medicine that that, does, that never triggers asking somebody if they're suicidal or not, never triggers them to do it, but it can save their life. And how scary is that to say? For the first time you say it, I mean, to, to me being, I mean, Jenny's been talking about it for a while. Our, our buddy, check. Chuck just about hits the vet over the head. Are you are you looking to hit yourself? Are you looking to kill you? You know, and, and <laughs> right. we come. It's shocking to me, but interesting, Jason, that you would say it's it won't trigger somebody that's already feeling bad. That's a big myth that everyone thinks when you're going to ask if you ask that yeah. that it could trigger somebody. No, it's not true. Not true, absolutely, yeah, and again, life-saving, so we should be asking. But here's the thing for your listeners out there, even family members, if you suspect that somebody is struggling, don't don't ever hold off not asking them, even if it seems weird or awkward or, gosh, I don't want to ask them that, that's just goofy. Ask them because you never know until it's too late. Absolutely. Again, Jason, I don't know how many, I mean, I kind of sidetracked uh going on to the you know going on to the suicide realm but i wanted to let you know a little bit of of what we're about here and in jenny's skills and she brings us uh uh to a whole other other level but uh you know we're, we're happy to discuss you know your agenda of you know wh- wh- what do you want to talk to us about what's what's on your mind uh, uh tonight jason you know, a few things, and again, I am thrilled to be with you and your listeners this evening, and Jenny and Wolfie. Uh, it's going to be a great discussion, and so what I would like to talk about is this last month. May was National Nurses Month. We have a whole month now to celebrate nurses, and then also National Stroke Awareness Month, and I, I have personal connections to both of those important issues, and then any other issues you'd like to discuss. Very very, very good. Well, this is, uh, you know, we, 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 we love having... Uh, uh, having somebody from your part of the country on to l- let us know how's the what's the VA uh, healthcare like out there? Uh, are there long lines, or uh, or, or or do you feel like everybody's uh, well serviced? And I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus, but what, what's the state of the state out there? If I could ask. 
You know, in our state, we're very aware of the national media, the press. You know, we all hear about that, long lines at the VA. But what we've done at the VA, not just in Montana, but across the country, we've revamped our system, making it a priority to get our veterans in. So here's, here's what a typical day looks like. Number one, I come into my office, and I look on my computer, and I can tell right then what my next available appointment is. And it's not weeks or months out. It's two to three days out, you know. But here's the deal. I, I see patients that are scheduled from the morning until the late afternoon, but if a veteran in our community needs something, they walk into our clinic and we will absolutely see them. We don't turn wow. them away. That's yeah. and so is, this, is this just a regular VA like Dave Hinker VA? Yes, yes. So and how, how big is your facility, VA, your hospital out there, if I could ask? Yeah, our facility, it, it is a hospital and we, we have a main headquarters and then our, our state, it's planned out so well because most of our larger communities have community-based outpatient clinics, oh, and those are primary care clinics. Beautiful, beautiful. And here in Massachusetts, we're, we're very blessed. I mean, I, I, I know your, your state is much larger than ours uh, and more territory in between uh, veteran services officers. But That was my next we, question. Yeah, we've actually got a, a law here in Massachusetts, Jason, that every town over 5,000 people, which is just about everybody, is required by law to have a state-paid veteran services officer in the town hall strictly available to help and take care of veterans and their, uh, and their, their, and their issues. Uh, we're very fortunate. How about Montana? What does a vet have to go through? to see a veteran services officer? Do they see a veteran services officer first before they come to see you? Not at all, not at all. They can, they can start there in that process, but all a veteran has to do, it's so easy. So all your listeners out there from Montana, and it's similar in other states, is go to your nearest primary care clinic, your community-based outpatient clinic. They can find that if they go to the National VA website. They can search their own area, come up with an address, phone number, contact info. You walk into the clinic and say, hey, I'm new to the community. How can I get health care here? They have you fill out a simple form. They submit that, and you can have an appointment within a few weeks. And and that's pretty much the way the way we see it out here too. Uh, mm -hmm. We work very close. I think that we've made out of we've had four hundred and fifty shows. I think we've had two hundred with the VA on at some stand, some point. I mean we we have we've had fifty shows on w with the women VA uh, benefit group. Uh, you, you know, so we're we're covering a lot of the issues and it's interesting to get your take on 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 how's women's health care out there it's pretty good here is it is it is it equally as uh servicing uh as as what what's going on out here oh you know it's just amazing and i'm so glad you brought up that topic because women's health care in the va system is is vital they're such an important part of our veteran population and in in some areas of our health care system not necessarily the va but women kind of get overlooked a lot of times yeah. you know they're one of those populations so so the va from my viewpoint working on the front lines and primary care let me tell you this when i started with the va five years ago i come in as a primary care provider and they send their primary care providers to an entire week of training just on women's health 
just on women's health. And it's a big priority. At our clinic, we even have a exam room that is specific for women, specific for women and to meet their health care needs. Yeah, very nice. I know we, even out here now, they've added, actually added a, uh, a separate entryway. In in West in uh, either West Rock yeah in West Roxbury I think uh, that uh, just so women will feel less intimidated by going into a predominantly male uh, situation now uh, up up here it, it's worked out but uh, uh, it, it, Jason at this point in time let let's take our first break here kid we just need to have our sponsors come on and then uh, we'll be back uh, in about a minute and a half or so. I look forward to it. Sounds cool. Thanks for holding, Jason. Take it away there, kid. We'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Of course we did. Well, for all the bacon grease and all the whatever. We were just talking about it. I don't think they have animals in Montana, do they? We were just talking about, Grimmy, we were just talking about our mothers and grandmothers cooking the hell food with a great big coffee tin full of lard and butter. And oh, is that food good? The reusable grease. Oh, that was so good. You know, you know, Jason, about eating all that good, healthy food out there in uh, Montana, oh, I'm sure. It is good stuff. Absolutely. I, I, I bet. I, I bet. So, um, uh, uh, Jason, we're, we're, we're coming across a situation. I don't know if you heard, we just had a major health care group shut down here in Massachusetts. Um, wow. I, I mean, major. They, they had seven big locations, uh, hundreds of, hundreds of pe- maybe thousands of people on their staff. I would probably, yeah. They clo- say, I'd say thousands, but- they closed overnight. Wow. No warning. There were a lot of events. Where were we, Greg? We were at a big event, and everyone said, who was there? A quarter of the people raised their hand. Where the hell wow. were you? That were you veterans. Were veterans involved? Maybe it was the coffee and how the last coffee and Yeah, I think it a was. A quarter of the people raised their hand and yeah. said they were in there. Yeah. So yeah. they said, call your VSO <laughs> right away. So, yeah, so what we did, Jason, we uh, I made a couple of phone calls to make sure that the VA had enough immediate room so that anybody with that that uh, was a part of the Compass Medical Group, which is the one that shut down, just like you said, uh, we we didn't tell them to walk in, but we said everything short of that. Just make sure that you get in touch with your VA, no matter if you were declined or never thought you were eligible. Give it a call now because times are times are very much changing. Uh, do you have a lot of experience with the PACT Act, Jason? You know, it, it's newly rolled out, and we've been hitting it hard with our veterans. We've we've really made them aware of the PACT Act, and that, too, every single veteran that comes into our clinic, we have to screen them for toxic exposure, and we ask them, and they give us the information. We put that into their record, but not only that, it's not it's not like record-keeping or data collection. We actually do something. We, we refer them to get the help that they need, or we refer them to the VA benefits and, and claims specialists so that they can get... Uh, get going with that process as well so we're doing something for our veterans not just collecting data which is great we well, should be one, one thing i'd like to share with you and and use it as you'd like uh we've got a a a very very close working relationship with the michael j fox foundation uh relative to the parkinson's problem excellent uh, ele- according to the va 11 percent of all parkinson's sufferers are veterans where, wow. where the numbers should be about 1% or 2% based on those served and, 
and the population. But it's because of, you know, Agent Orange and the PACT Act and 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 all of that horribleness. Uh, but what what the, the uh, Michael J. Fox Foundation has just found the biomarker that identifies the Parkinson's gene. Mm-hmm. So what they're That's going to do, they, they're going to want a simple mouth swab, and they're going to be able to detect Parkinson's uh, uh, genes in, your, in the vet years before any symptoms show themselves. Isn't that incredible? And we can intervene early on and prevent a lot of the complications. Ninety-eight, The tests were 98% effective that they can that much guarantee that if it says you, that you're going to get it, you're going to get it. So let's, let's begin. But I'd like to share the, that treatment with you. Um, they're kind of relying on me to, to, to help them with the military. So if I could use you as a conduit out there and run it by and get the particulars and see what you think, you know, maybe uh, we can, uh, you know, create a, a nice little relationship uh, long distance for now. Absolutely, and I'm writing this down now. That that's just such a wonderful idea. Yeah, Be, because what we're what we're doing, Jason, on July 22nd, uh, in in the town next door, we have a 34 acre park, and we're gonna we we have a veterans six hour music and food festival, and we have 125 veterans benefit tables, 1,500 veterans. And and last year we opened up our first Parkinson's pavilion, of wow. of, of of folks like Mass General Hospital, Saint Elizabeth's Hospital, Boston Scientific, um, uh, One Ten Fitness, Michael J. Fox National Parkinson. That was the first year, and those were the, the the sponsors that we got to show up. How incredible is that? All the key players, all the key players. And and what we did, Jason, we've now opened up the show to anybody in the area that can hear our voice. That's a Parkinson's caregiver. That's a that is early Parkinson's, middle Parkinson's. Come on down, whether you're a veteran or not, to get the real skinny on what's going on on with the Parkinson's, because we're going to have the best of the best there. That. Uh, uh, I don't think I could have assembled a better team. Jenny, you saw the people that were back out there I last year. I was in year. Cleveland last oh, year, if you don't oh, remember. <laughs> excuse us, our big co-host. And and she ran away to, to, to Cleveland till the dust settled, you know? I, it was a good excuse. I was representing the state of Massachusetts uh, at a conference. She's Miss Massachusetts. She, I am not Miss Massachusetts. <laughs> by Miss Massachusetts. Well, you were, yeah, well, you are in here anyways. Thank you, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you are in here, but uh, you, you know it's it, it one, hey. You know one of the things that we we're doing out here, Jason. That a, another something that's been quite successful. One one of our, 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 our guys here, a VA uh, counselor, uh, Chuck. He he began a series of informal coffees with veterans. Love it. And Love on a regular that. basis, they meet. Uh, like Wolfie has one, uh, the first Friday of every month, they 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 gather in his town. Wow! And and that is the, incredible. Then this and then the second Thursday they go to another town, and and on and on, but they're not about anything. 
it's it's yeah, like absolutely. a giant Seinfeld show. <laughs> Wolfie, am I am I right? I mean, you guys don't talk about anything. You just talk about vet stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm, talk, I'm talking up. to Jason about the coffees. Yeah, and the success that our coffees have had, getting the vets together and maybe helping ease some of the loneliness, especially with the old people. Oh my gosh! And 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 what happened? We found out, Jason, is that um, the guys out of Vietnam who are basically okay, to Greg and I, they basically are okay. They may not be okay to anybody else, but they, they look good to us. And they, they had the family, they had the job, everything's good. And then all of a sudden, you know, their empty nests or their wife passes away and they retire. So now they're sitting on their ass catching Agent Orange. How do you get Agent Orange? Is that like from Poison Ivy or something? It, it's relative to that. Yeah. It's Close. the same family. Oh, so, yeah. now, so now, uh, no, <laughs> so now... Good luck to you, Jason. Yeah. So so now I apologize in advance, Jason. I'm yeah. So so what Greg and I say, how Greg's out of this whole thing, our job is to trick all those bullheaded guys. As Grandpa Chester would say, we're all a little bullheaded. Our job is to trick them into with all our festivals and Greg has this great music stuff to trick them into getting the services that they earned and deserved. And it's a good battle. Because that crew is uh, that crew. We're all a little bullheaded, so we don't want to do it. So we try and trick them in. So, and and getting to that age, and I'll clean up my language. Greg and I are we sneak in all the VA crew. Terrific out of here. Dave Hanker and Carolyn Mason Wally. They they come in or they sneak the nice young kids in. And Jesus, fifty of us old time is there, and she's talking so sweet and nice. And I said to her, no, everybody here is a freaking mess. And she says, oh, you can't say that. And, and it's all the boys and girls there. And they're going, I'm a freaking mess. He's a freaking mess. Is there any other room that isn't He's a freaking mess? Yeah. So she goes, okay, I guess you can say that. Yeah. You, you know, you point fingers at yourself, first of all. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You get away that. with a lot. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But, but, you know, yeah. that it, it's an informal uh, meeting. And, and... You know, a lot of the vet loneliness is a, is a big battle. Like Wolf Huge. was saying, a lot of I don't know the veteran population here is is all over fifty five. Jason, what's it like in Montana? You know, we, we do. We serve an older population, and I love the points you brought up. You know, we talked about suicide earlier. Did you guys know that the, the population that completes suicide the most in our country elderly males. And that, and that fits with what you're talking about because yeah. I, I'll tell you, I have veterans come into my clinic and, and at the VA and see all of us here, our team, and a lot of them are Vietnam vets who we just cherish and we really honor them in their service. They come in and they say, you know what? I've been good for decades. Decades of my life I've been good. I've kind of put Vietnam to the side. But now that I'm in my late 60s and 70s and maybe they've lost a spouse and they have more isolation, more time to think about stuff, what we're seeing is an increase in PTSD symptoms in these vets. Yeah. So they're really a risk. So I, I love the connection. And all joking aside, you guys are joking about it, but, you know, you said, you know, they don't really talk about anything, and that's true. It's just kind of, you know, connecting with one another, which is great. You don't talk about anything, but you talk about everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I just love that connection you guys are doing out there. And, and I think we had actually had them in about 38 towns we're actively wow. doing them, some once a week, some once a month. But then COVID unfortunately shut a lot of a lot of that, a lot of that down. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's just getting started. But uh, 
uh, we're, we're just talking before the show, Jenny and I, that that, that suicide overall is not decreasing. Uh, uh, we we had a couple of vets, uh, young vets, thirty-one years old. Uh, two of them oh, took the, gosh. And, and, and and Jason, I I came on the show. I almost broke down. I was so depressed. Yeah, Jeez, we had a call. It's so awful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not Jeannie. It's Jenny. Jenny, Jenny Foxy. I, I went to do it the wrong way to be a wise guy, and I did it wrong. <laughs> but um, you know, just they they lived in the town next door to us. Right. We oh, didn't boy. reach them to the town yeah. next door. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I'm so didn't sorry to hear that. Get to them? Jason, we yeah. were just at, on a good news basis for that. We just did the barbecue at the um, VA hospital here in Brockton. We do. I don't do the cooking. I'm not trying to kill anybody. So, um, you know, we brought our old regular crew there, and she's helping us serve two hot dogs and a hamburger. Was I think four or five of the biggest, strongest, handsomest young guys you ever saw. And of course, I'm throwing cookies and hot dogs at them. They'll love it. And I'm jumping these big guys. I'm oh, hitting yeah. them. I'm jumping on them. And finally, I said, "Geez, you guys don't seem like." Uh, old Red Cross uh, 75 year old guys <laughs> and then I look down their arm and they have the tattoos of the young person t- tattooed on them I go oh no tell me the story guys and just as an aside Jason today we gave away another five or six thousand pounds of food in the last 30 months on a drive through basis we've given away 160 170,000 pounds of food to anybody that's hungry that can hear our our, our audience uh, hear hear our signal. So uh, yeah. you know wow. we're, we're trying a little bit of whatever we can do to try to make a difference. And you are. Look at the difference you're making. Yeah, it's really it's it's really satisfying. Yeah. So I was just saying with these kids. So they were in the VA. They wanted to be on the goon squad. They wanted to be with Greg and, and Jeannie and everything. And. We're just doing that to be a wise guy. So, so, but, but what I was saying, if, if we can get them into the, if we can get them into the VA, they were an in-house program. They've been clean for six months. They've been clean for a year. They were doing terrific. So the trick is to get them into the, the get them to you. Yeah, yeah. If we can absolutely. get them to you all, then we got a chance. Are the vets is reluctant to sign These up are the for kids. services These are out, the Iraqi out, kids. out there as well, Jason? <clears throat> Yeah, you know, in, in Montana, and I'm sure it's like this in your area, too, but, you know, for for those people that really struggle and maybe they get into drugs to kind of numb their pain or self-medicate, and, you know, there's a litany of, of reasons, but, and then they might get into some legal trouble. In Montana, we even have our Veterans Court, and it really is a lifeline of hope for these veterans that if they work through the process and get the real help that they need, you know, they, they can avoid prison time, they can avoid jail time, and uh, and it's a wonderful program for rehab well and and you know how many of the vets had problems in the service that weren't addressed and and they were addressed by a dishonorable discharge yeah well, you know how can you go for help how can you admit you have a problem if the only solution is they're going to chop your head off i th- i think that's a little bit different now i i think you can let people know that you're not feeling okay. Would you find that out there as well? You know, I am so glad you brought that up because, you know, to this day I have patients that are kind of weary when we ask them about their mental health. And so what we've tried to do, not only in our clinic, but across our entire state, the VA system in Montana, and I, and I think nationally as well, you know, you're seeing this theme, is to give a safe place for people to come where they can t- 
tell us anything, and trust me, I've heard everything. And some of it's quite horrific, but to have them open up to us, and sometimes this is the first time in their entire life that they've reached out to anybody. And so making it a safe place, because um, I remember serving in the military, you know, for two decades, and I, I retired in 2015. And I remember the point where, you know, if you have depression or anxiety or if you're feeling a little off mentally, don't share that with anybody because you get kicked out. Yeah. You know, or they'll just they'll they'll stigmatize you. But now we want people to come forward. We want them to tell us about their mental health needs because we see it no different than we see diabetes or heart disease. There's no stigma. There's no shame, guilt, anything. What, and, we really and, want people and, to come and, forward. And look at the feeling of depression that would set in. You know, oh great, now I just get kicked out of the service. Now I got no VA benefits. Now I now I got not, none of this. None of, none of that. Well, so what are they going to do? They're either going to turn to some sort of mind-altering situation. They got to support themselves. They have no methodology, so maybe there's uh, they're selling a couple of uh, packages of something they're not supposed to to get by. All of a sudden, sure, they got a legal problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and that just compounds things for them. Yes, yes. So we, we we have some pretty progressive uh, jails out here, I think, that are that are trying to help out. But you know, it's it's a one by one solution, I think, Jason. You can't look at it and you know paint it with the whole brush. I think every uh, every story is a different uh, a different story to tell. Oh yeah, no cookie cutter approach. That's for sure. No, no. And they and as human beings, they deserve to have individualized care, right? A a a absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, Jason, I want to thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, uh, I'd like to, to to have you call in again sometime. Uh, uh, we'd love to find out what's going on in Montana and share your best practices, and we'll we'll show you uh, what we're doing out here, and uh, you know maybe maybe something uh, out there that you're doing uh, would would help us to be you know more effective here. So. Uh, Thanks for sharing everything, that. and uh, and and just if you would sum up what your life and career is like working within the veterans community. Yeah, you know, and I thank you so much for the opportunity. And just to mention a few important things. Sure. You know, it's such an honor to be on your program, and I would love to come out and visit you all. You seem like a fun bunch. And Jenny, you take a lot of crap. <laughs> I do. But I bet you're going to give it back. You are going to give it back like no other, right? I have six brothers, so I know how to give it oh. back. Oh, you got this. You got this. Yep. Absolutely. But yeah, so it, again, it comes back to just not having to come to work, but getting to come to work every day and, and just taking care of our national heroes. It's such an honor. And for me, as I mentioned, I'm a nurse practitioner, and, and last month was National Nurses Month, and my national organization, if I can mention them, because it's such a fantastic group, the American sure. Association of Nurse Practitioners, yep. there's three. There's 355,000 of us, 7,000 of those work at the VA, nurse practitioners, and we're here on the front lines, you know, for our patients. And, and so 
what I like to do on these shows is give your listeners some kind of tool that they can take home and use, you know? So, yep. so what I'd like to mention is, is the website wechoosenps.org. If anybody out there does not have a health care provider, just go to that website, type in your zip code, boom, you'll have a list of nurse practitioners ready to take care of you. Say, say it again. again. What was, what was, that, again. What was oh, that website yeah, again, it's, Jay? Um, it's, Wolfie's writing it's, this in his pencil. Uh, oh, good. Uh, broke. He's, we got to go yeah. across the street Spell to get it. a knife to sharpen his pencil. <laughs> Absolutely. It's we, W-E, choose, C-H-O-O-S-E, N-P's, so N-P-S, Org. Super easy. And, they, and plus, they have tons of education on this website. It's wonderful. So that's for NPs for Nurses Month. And then for stroke, last month was National Stroke Month. And that's personal to me because 11 years ago, my wife, she was 40 years old and just perfect health. And she died from a stroke. No. She died oh from a God, stroke. Died. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah shattered our three little boys and I oh. and we've been picking up our lives since and just oh. horrific so I, I, I'm on the front lines of strokes so for your listeners there you know I want to give them important tools that they can do and, and consider you know first of all reducing their risk of stroke if they smoke to quit smoking if they have diabetes to get in with their provider to get that under control same thing with high blood pressure those are big risk factors and then if you would write this down Wolfie these are the most common signs of stroke common signs of stroke and it's so easy to identify this and if you see these signs in anybody they should get right to the emergency department in their nearest you know community and so it's be fast be fast so here's the signs be for balance so if you lose your balance and it's sudden it's not like a chronic thing like oh wow i'm i'm suddenly gonna fall out or fall over so be for balance e for eyes if you have any acute vision changes and we're not talking about the chronic stuff but anything new like wow i can't see out of my left eye or my right eye or, or your eyes are moving in a weird direction e stands for eyes f stands for face so if you have any facial drooping or changes a stands for arm arm weakness so if your arm or your leg goes weak suddenly and then s stands for speech and if you have any speech changes flirt speech or even if your speech is a little off and it's new for you get right to the emergency department and don't waste time so and then the T in B fast, in of course stands for time. It's time to call nine one one. So that alone, B fast, that can be life saving. Time is of the essence, Jason. In that situation. Oh, yeah. Two million brain cells die every minute a stroke goes untreated. It's well, horrific. yeah, but Wolfie doesn't, only has about six. <laughs> it's, it's, so. a, it's a low baseline. I'm unaffected <laughs> yeah, by stuff like that. That doesn't bother Wolfie, him. I'm with you. I'm with you, Wolfie. My family says I don't have brain cells to waste. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you and I are together. The, hey, um, but hey, it, in this, let me just point out something interesting to the, to yeah. the local crew here is um, they don't want you driving to the hospital. They want you calling 911, give the address. 911. And they want you to say yep. stroke. And in the Boston area is um, the special hospitals that they have a doctor standing there with a knife and a spoon, a plastic fork that's just waiting for you to come in because, you, like you say, you just have a few minutes to get. If you get in a few oh. minutes, you can go right out and go bowling. Yeah. So... Um, in true. this area, that's true. 
Yeah. It really is true. So, so in this area, don't don't drive them. Call nine one one. Say stroke, and it's actually special hospitals. Like every other hospital has a, a, an operating room on standby to take care of stroke victims, and they they treat you differently in the ambulance and stuff. So, tell them I sent you. They do. Yeah. No, that's true in this area, Absolutely. guys. Knuckleheads. Nine one one stroke. Be. It is so true. Nine one one, and in Montana, people p- show up in a pickup truck. You know, with their loved one in the back. Sometimes it's like, oh, please beside, call an ambulance. Beside the deer that. They uh, just just, yeah. just, just, just took down from the upper forty, you know. Just, yeah, if you're in Yellowstone, you put a buffalo in the back of your car and elk. We oh, had that happen. I, I see you people living off the grid. I watch television. I know. I and, and I shiver. I can't imagine how you you get oh by with those heat out there. It's incredible. Hey, can I mention one more thing? And this is for my boys. Yeah. Because they were 7, 9, and 14 when their mom died. Sure. And they've worked so hard. Recently, my boys and I, we created a documentary about our journey over the last 11 years. Because yeah. it didn't stop with my wife's death. We've done a lot of work across the country to improve stroke care and education and awareness. And so if your listeners out there would do me a favor, this would be huge for my boys. If they would go to Share Care, Share Care awards.org sharecarewards.org and if they look for if they look for a, a documentary they're, they're called from from heartache to hope from heartache to hope that's us and it tells our story and the story about their mom and all the work we've done to honor her memory and hopefully save lives so if they wouldn't mind going to that website again sharecareawards.org and and if they vote for us our documentary we made this documentary with an iphone and just the four of us we're not big you know directors or anything like that but we found out this week that that documentary is a, a finalist in a national competition and we're competing with people like the American Nurses Association, the Heart Association, Diabetes Association. So, you know, we have some stiff competition, but my boys, they're in this to win it. All right. Well, we're going to keep mentioning if you want to give us a call in a few weeks. When does the uh, when does the competition end? Do you know? Uh, it, it, people have until June 16th, so coming right up. Call and they can vote. One, 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 they can vote once a day, every day. Well, we're, we're, that was sharecarewards.org. Uh, yes, and it and the title was from hope from uh, from heart, hope. heartbreak from heartbreak to hope. Heartbreak and you'll see it right there in two separate categories. Yeah, well, yeah, I sure appreciate you all. I, I, Jason, I appreciate your openness and on and on. Uh, you know, and, and and coming on tonight. And uh, uh, anytime you have uh, anything you think you want to share out here, we, we'd we'd love to have you. Uh, July twenty second. If you want to hop a trip to Boston, we're going to be a big veterans festival with 150 benefit providers and six hours of music and food and all kinds of whatever, all to trick the veterans into finding out what they don't know. Absolutely. You guys know how to party it up out there, I'll tell you what. Well, we we, 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 we have to, and we got some, some some great partners out there, and, uh, you yeah. know, we, we love the support, and I want to thank you very much for your service, Jason, and to your, to your boys for their courage and uh, standing up to a tough time. I, I was without a parent growing up, and I know... Uh, oh. It's 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 not easy, but uh, sounds like uh, 
you, you, you filled in, uh, you know, quite honorably, Jason. So uh, thank you. Good yeah, job from this part of the over, country. But you get through it. Yeah. Good job. Thanks so much. Yeah, I sure appreciate you all. I can't wait to come back and join you again. We'll talk about something else. Sounds good. And this will be uh, this will be archived. It'll be on uh, the Veterans uh, Voice Network dot org website uh, Monday night if you want to uh, uh, re-listen to tonight's uh, episode. Yeah, I want to listen to, to Jenny and Wolfie in the background and yourself. No, not, not, <laughs> not, 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 a, not a problem. You don't have enough yeah, bickering at home. Yeah. yeah, don't edit that stuff out. <laughs> Jason, buddy, so, th- thanks hey, an awful lot. Thank w- you. Welcome to the network. It's great to have you on board. Oh, terrific. My honor. Thanks so much, you guys. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye, Jason. Bye-bye. What an interesting, uh, I- interesting guy. Uh, from out in Montana, it's nice to get a, a sense of what 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 the veterans uh, situation yeah. is like out there. But right now, our ad situation is uh, ab- about to blow up here. So, uh, George, why don't you do what you got to do, and uh, we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasser, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here with a. Really interesting call tonight from uh, Jason out at uh, works out at the VA in Montana, and it's very interesting to uh, to, to get some uh, some more positive feedback about VA healthcare. Uh, we Wolfie and I uh, travel around uh, to all the hospitals around here, and Wolfie, I don't know, in five or ten years, have we gotten five complaints? Complaints about us? About oh no, we get complaints <laughs> about us every day. How can you tell? Uh, it, it, no, I mean complaints about the VA. No, I, no. I mean, and we no. have a lot of, you know, cantankerous old vets. That yeah, are, all our friends are terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. No, everybody they loves complain. A, our only complaint is we can't get you knuckleheads in. Yeah. Once you get even my dad. He's not going, he's not, this is a Normandy World War II guy, we're getting him to the doctor, so mom absolutely threatened to hang him, and he comes back and he goes, geez, honey, they're really nice people. I go, we've been telling you that for 10 years, Dad. So now he's going back, well, he's long gone, he's going back on his own. So if you can win Chester Wolf over, yeah. you're pretty good, I'll tell you. One, one, yeah. one thing I have to pay homage, you just, you just brought up the Normandy uh, invasion, uh, June 6th oh, this yeah. last week yeah. was yeah. the was yeah. the anniversary, right. yeah. and I want to pay homage to our dear friend, uh, Mr. Robert Haley Sr., who uh, drove a, it was on a, a guest on our show, uh, drove a landy craft on Omaha Beach, and for those of you who don't know, that was the bloodiest beach landing, 2,000 uh, uh, U.S. servicemen got killed on, on the beach that day, right. Mr. Haley drove a landing craft, was blown up 100 yards offshore, swam ashore and survived that landing so bless you mr haley and 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 bless his son robert bobby haley that i went to high school with that we just buried a couple of months ago was he the rep the state rep uh there was his brother paul, was paul. there was this there was the ways means uh uh yeah a person yeah we played hockey together yeah they actually uh were instrumental in getting uh battleship cove 10 million dollars to uh fix the oh, was that haley yeah haley did that Oh, wow. that's nice. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. and so thank you to all the World War II vets. And guess what World War vet? Sam was here today. Uh, Sam from really? World War II, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, he's yelling at me, get me more food. <laughs> There's no room in the car. 
Wolfie, you never give me any food. Give me some food. The yeah. guy, the poor kid driving him can't see over the windshield. You never give me any food. He says to me, I want to talk to somebody that was in Germany. Because he was in Germany afterwards. So I said, well, geez, George and Asta say, he was in Germany. When was he there? I don't know, 60s or 70s. 70s, 60s. He's, what yeah. are you talking about? I was there in 1948. Yeah, no. There's I don't no, want to talk to him. He no, says to no, me. Nobody else around from 48 uh, prior to commiserate wow. with, unfortunately. Sam was great. He was and, great. Unfortunately. For those of you who don't know, we had our uh, about our 30th successful drive-through here uh uh, out front of uh, WATD, WMEX headquarters. Uh, uh, we had about uh, 75 automobiles come through. We yeah. fed about a, 100 families, uh, and it raises our total over the 30 uh, events to somewhere 160, 170,000 pounds of food. And, uh, Incredible. I, unfortunately, Wolfie, it doesn't look like it's going to end. We're going to keep no, it going for a while. Because huh? we, you know, I threatened to murder all of my friends, so we got a little bit more food than normally. So um, come in advance, because we tell we started out from 1 to 3, now we're at from, from 12 to, to 1, and by 12 o'clock we were basically, so come early, everyone. So it's the second Thursday of the month, which I, I do, already do, got the date you know, wrong. Do you know the, uh, the July date? No, I can look it up. It, so, but second Thursday of the month, and come down. The volunteers are supposed to get here at 10. There was some guys here at 8. Paul Sullivan's guy from Plymouth was here at 8.30 this morning. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah, he said, you made him go down. I said, don't, don't yell at me. 13th. I'm not the guy that made you go. July 13th. So That's my birthday. Oh, uh -oh. birthday. Uh -oh. A lucky day for a lucky day for everybody. You, but, get, to uh, give, you get to give all your presents away. We're, we're, so we're down to a couple of minutes here on the show, Wolfie. Uh, okay. We got your car show car Sunday. Car show is Sunday. Nantasket so, Beach. Be there or be square. Yeah. What time? 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock the show starts, and there's going to be all the great old shows, but... Uh, to trick the veterans in, Greg's going to have a nice big booth there. We're going to have a lot of services. Um, we have a whole whole uh, veteran resource fair area all all roped off. And my favorite part of the whole thing, all you goons and thugs out there, all the cars start their engines at the same time at 8.30 in the morning. That's the most entertaining thing in the world. Yeah, it's a blast. That just makes me smile. The whole it, place shakes. The seagulls put their wings over their ears. Shakes the whole place. So, folks, I love it. It, it, come, on, come on down now. Uh, Sunday Sunday morning, 8 o'clock, admissions free, plenty of parking. It's going to be a nice, warm, beautiful day on the beach. Uh, you can go out to the ocean side. You can go to the bay side. By hopping. And just, just walk back and forth and have a beautiful day and uh, enjoy it. Uh, July 22nd, we mentioned it, uh, is our big event coming up. Our Parkinson's Pavilion is picking up steam. We got we had a great uh, response from the Michael J. Fox Foundation group today. Uh, they're looking forward to putting on a great show. So for this event, although it was destined, it was designed for the veterans, we want to invite anybody, any listener out there who is a caretaker for a Parkinson's sufferer. Do they? Do you have somebody in your family that knows of a Parkinson sufferer? Our Parkinson's Pavilion will be the greatest of the greatest minds in the world. Come on down and get the skinny, because boy, you don't know what you're missing. And the Michael J. Fox Foundation just found a huge gene marker that identifies Parkinson's disease at gene level before anything happens. So, Jenny, thanks a lot for coming in. We got the we got that 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 signal out there nine eight eight. eight. 
to be used. To be used. Veterans still press one. And and that's been working out so far. It has been working out. Early reports seem to use is up. Use is still up, and um, I think I shared the report with you that 98% of the calls that are being placed to this 988 number do not end with a 911 call. 98%. Are, dis- are disarmed. Disarmed. Take because care these of. people aren't just like me and Wolfie saying, they're hey, how trained, you doing? Yeah, right. we'll get back to you. We'll take a message. And uh, no, they're... they're live they're, people. Li- live people, not bots. <laughs> Not artificial intelligence. No. No, they really, they really care. That's nine eight eight. And then, lastly, Jenny, we talked about the suicide problem. It's yes. not going down. If you see something, say something. What do you say, Jen? What What do you say? Are you thinking of suicide? Will it harm them? Th- no, it will not. It does not put the thought in someone's mind. You either have the thought or you don't have the thought. We're going to keep on talking about that. this, folks. Uh, we, we need the families to step up because you got to pay attention. Take a look and see what's the, the little subtle changes. Are they giving this stuff away? Are they becoming more recluse? And if you have any questions, call Jen. We'll be here next week. Thank you, everybody. George, thank you. Good night. God bless you, Wolfie. Thanks, brother, for coming in. See you Sunday. We'll see you Sunday at uh, Nantasket Beach. Hallelujah.